Welcome to the Seller Roundtable e-commerce coaching and business strategies with Andy Arnott and Amy Wees. Yeah, <clears throat> Neil, I love that. And uh, one of the things that um, I, I'd like to mention too is, you know, you're not going to, you're, you're going to get, I, I forget the the quote, but it's like, you're going to make zero shots that you don't take or something like that. I forget. Wayne Gretzky, I think, my friend. Yeah. You miss hundred percent of the shots the, you don't take. One yeah. Of my he's got quotes. some of the best quotes on the planet. That's just yeah. one of the many great ones. But, you know, I mentioned that because you got to ask these people, right? Like so many people are afraid to like, even over social media, it's like, you're not even in person, like ask, you know, uh, we've had Neil Patel on the reason, the, you know, and, and uh, uh, Mike McCallowitz and some of these like really, really big names. And the way we got them is just by asking, you know, it's like when, we, you know, even back then we're, you know, even lesser known of a podcast, you know, we're fairly well known in our space now, but in the grand scheme of like iTunes, you know, we're still probably, you know, small to medium size. Um, but, you know, just to ask, I, I went to one of his events and after, you know, after the event, he was kind of like sitting around chatting. I came up, I said, Hey, Neil, how's it going? And I've chatted with him online. Neil amazingly is a guy who will answer all of his messages. It's crazy. Um, he will personally answer his, his social media messages. I don't know how the dude has enough time in the day, but you know, I, I mentioned that I've talked to him before and stuff like that. He's like, Oh yeah, I kind of remember that. And then I said, Hey, I got a podcast would love to have you on. And you know, he was in person with me and much harder to say no. Right. <laughs> so he's like, yeah, sure. I'll come on. No problem. And, and so we had Neil Patel on and Mike McCallowitz, I think I just uh, emailed his assistant was like, Hey, we love Mike. We talk about him like almost every single episode. Like we love his books. Will he come on? And they were like, yeah, I mean, it was like, you know, six months later or whatever, but uh, you know, it, it's one of those things where you got to start reaching out and, and talking to people. I'm an introvert. So that's harder for me to do. But even if you're an introvert, you can hide behind your keyboard, right? I mean, just start messaging people. And like Neil said, just, you know, pick maybe three a day. I mean, what would that take you five minutes of these big name people that you would love to converse with, or, you know, you have some value to give to them and just start reaching out. Yeah. You know, it's funny. I want to say a few things about that. I had a, a guy yesterday reached out to me on LinkedIn. He goes, I've, I've, you know, written two books on LinkedIn and have a bunch of blog posts said, Neil, you know, I read your blog post, and, you know, I have 16,000 LinkedIn connections and I, I have a subscription to this uh, social CRM tool called nimble. And I really want to start getting it going, but I can't find the advice. And I'm like, dude, just like, if you were to message, you know, 10 people a day, um, you know, it's going to take you a little while to get through that list. But in, in the process of doing that, you're going to make some great connections. He's like, oh, so I just like drop them in the tool. And I'm like, no, LinkedIn messages, you're connected, do it right there. Right. So I, I think a lot of people, you know, they want to automate things and they think a little bit too complex, but you can't automate relationships. Right. I like to say new tools, old rules. Um, the rules of relationships, the rules of no like and trust are more important than ever. So just because a tool exists that might give you a little shortcut doesn't mean you're going to be more successful. But one of the things I want to talk about, Andy, that you brought up, which is how you got like Neil Patel and stuff to be on your podcast. Um, I was just talking to John Lee Dumas. So very early in his career, he got like Tim Ferriss, Seth Godin. And what's really interesting, and I actually talked about this, I was in Dallas last week, I was mentioning recording a video for real estate agents, and I was talking about the influencer mindset. So every real estate agent should aspire to become an influencer. And I see Wendy here has a, in the chat here a, a question about how to become an influencer. And there's a certain mindset that influencers have. And the influencer mindset is they're always looking to yield more influence. They're always looking for new opportunities. So, you know, Johnny Duma says, hey, I happen to reach out to them when they were in the process of writing a new book and they were ready to promote it. And during those times, they're looking for anyone and everyone to help them promote the book. 
So timing, now I'm not saying that's necessarily the same case with Neil Patel, but you never know when you reach out to these people, what is on their horizon, what they're looking, they're all, they always want to be promoted. And as you, as a brand, when you reach out to them, if you can find different ways to help them be promoted, right? That's where you have golden opportunities. That's something I don't want you to forget about because that's going to really, you know, and, and here's where once you're on social media, the bigger you can build your platform. In my book, The Age of Influence, I talk about every brand should become its own influencer because the more influencer your social media channels are, the bigger platform you have. Hey, by the way, I have a podcast, right? If you're reaching out to people and you want to be on their podcast, but it's like, oh, I also have a podcast right there, it's going to increase your chances because they know one of the greatest ways to grow a podcast is to be a guest on other people's podcasts. So you want to, in parallel, be building up, take, you know, uh, take stock of what you have to offer, but try to build up that platform. Oh, I have an email list of, it's only a thousand. Maybe they only have an email list of 500, right? You just never know. So build up your platform in parallel and that's going to pay dividends because you're going to have more to offer these influencers you end up collaborating with. Yeah, absolutely love that. So one of the things you you, you had mentioned is uh, something I'm interested in. So um, you know you'd mentioned you know that there's a lot of tools out there and things for social media uh, to kind of automate some things. Um, it sounds like you're not a big fan of that. So what uh, I, I would love to know though, what kind of tools uh, do you use or do you um, advise your clients to use in terms of either um, managing, uh, their influencer network or, um, on the flip side, somebody wants to hire an influencer. You know, there's a lot of influencer networks like Tomlinson and, uh, I forget the YouTube one. There's a bunch of them out there. Um, yeah. any favorites, um, um, any other, uh, great tips in terms of, you know, to reach out to a lot of people can sometimes take a really long time. And, uh, you know, some of these people do get a ton of messages and just never answer them. So, you know, say, say that you wanted to, you know, get, um, I don't know, somebody super famous on your podcast. I can't think of somebody right now. Um, uh, Gary V. You want Gary V. Gary V. Yeah. On your, on your podcast. Uh, you know, he's getting a bajillion messages a day. Um, you know, how, uh, how can somebody reach out to somebody like that? Or, you know, somebody who might not look at messages, any great networks that you know about, um, you know, any other kind of tips and tricks? Well, here's the thing about these influencer networks is they're opt-in, right? So you're not being able to access anyone and everyone. And if they're not opt-in, they're just very, very sophisticated, you know, search engines. And at the end of the day, you know, they may try to find an email address for that person, but then it becomes a cold email, like all the cold emails that you get, how many of those do you respond to? So, you know, I get that as entrepreneurs, we want to scale and there are ways to automate certain things. Um, you can use email tools to like find email addresses, but I highly recommend that you go into each message and you personalize that first paragraph before you send it out. So that's how you sort of, you know, you, you balance the, uh, the, the automation with the personalization. You know, I, I'm not a fan of any one particular influencer network because they're all different. They have different members. Uh, I'm a fan of going straight out into social media and finding people, following them, sending them social signals, actually going the extra effort to go to their profile and see how they like to be contacted. So, I mean, I get these random emails. Uh, I don't know where they get my email address and I have a certain funnel. So, you know, if you are looking for certain services for me, this is the funnel I want you to go through. I want you to look at this messaging and make sure we're the right fit. So I literally have my daughter intern for me and she'll send out an email basically saying, hey, if you went to the website, you would have found this link where you could have found all the information and apply, right? And people are just using these automated emails and not doing that. 
And I think it just shows you're not genuine. I think when you, when you go through the steps uh, and you actually, you know, you, you engage what you can on social, I mean, Gary V, everyone else is engaging with him, but probably somewhere on his website is a contact form or, Hey, if you're interested in collabs, you know, ping my secretary, I don't know what it is. Um, but that's the avenue that you want to go down. Um, and yeah, it, it doesn't scale, unfortunately, but I don't think you need to be contacting a thousand people here either. I think you're really looking for that core group of, you know, a few dozen, and maybe you need to contact a few hundred to get that started. But that is where I'd start. And I think once you get it started, you almost reach out to your community and ask them who they think, you know, who they would recommend, uh, you know, as additional content creators to add to your network. So um, yeah, there's, you know, I, I, I like to think of those influencer networks as sort of like that boost button for a Facebook post. It, it's really easy to do. It feels good. May not be the best choice, but um, at least it gets the process going. So if you want to get like, you know, you want to just engage influencers overnight and get something out there, those influencer marketplaces are great for doing that, right? Is it the best ROI? Probably not. Is it better ROI than just posting an Instagram ad? It might be, right? But it's a way to get started. The problem is though, they may not be genuinely interested in your product and that shows in the content. And it also shows because the followers may not be relevant either. It's like the, uh, uh, the female bodybuilder um, who uh, did a collaboration with a bikini company and they didn't know that 95% of her followers, the female bodybuilder, were men. They weren't women. They, therefore, they're not going to buy the bikini. So that's why at some point you need to vet the influencer. Are they real or not? Are their followers real or not? And what are they posting about? Is it even relevant? Because a lot, there's a lot of bad influencers that'll take your money regardless of product, regardless of if it's a fit with their community, just because they're in it for the money. And that's going to be a complete waste that I, I want you all to avoid. That's a lot of great points there. And um, yeah, the other problem is, is on a lot of those networks, a lot of those people have built like bot, you know, bot followers, right? Where they're like paid for, you know, followers and stuff like that. And may, you know, maybe all of them are from like Pakistan or, or Bangladesh or you something. Know, I, I've had people, like I had a photographer, he was really honest with me. He goes, Neil, I needed 10,000 followers to apply to all these gigs and to get on this influencer network, I was at like 1500. So I just bought 8,500 and boom, I'm in and I've gotten work from that. Right. Yeah. So um, it, it's unfortunate, but it's real. And look, if you've never heard of these people, you need to ask yourself, how do they get these followers? Absolutely. Especially if you're on the same networks, it's like, come on, you don't, you don't like grow your Instagram followers by a thousand overnight. You know, if you only have a thousand today, so a little bit of common sense goes a long way. And that's why I think really engaging with them in their network and getting a feel for who they are um, is going to be your best bet. And look, if you're busy, man, hire work. There's a lot of really, really inexpensive virtual assistants, uh, you know, including people that are overseas that have been invaluable to the growth of my business and many an entrepreneur, engage them to help do this work for you. Yeah, absolutely. If you build systems that are, you know, bulletproof in terms of handing it off to, you know, if you can hand it off to like a 10 year old and they can follow it, then, you know, then you can hand it off to anyone. Um, so I absolutely love that. I mean, the people who have mastered that are, are the people who are scaling massively and quickly. Um, another quick, uh, like tip that I'm going to give you guys is, um, I did just discovered this recently, but uh, Cameo now, if you didn't know this, Cameo now has a messaging feature. You have to pay to contact the influencer uh, but they will literally, it's, it's like, it's like Facebook messenger on cameo. You can pay, I think I paid like six bucks to talk to, um, this influencer that I wanted to push this new social network that we were working on. And, uh, and she, she replied right away and was like, yeah, cool. I'm interested. You know, email my, my manager. Here's his email. Like, it was awesome. It was like, that's the best six bucks. You know, some of them are charging 50 if it's like Mr. Wonderful or whatever, you know, some people in there are charging bigger bucks, but 
I mean, and you don't have a ton of space, but if you pitch that first sentence really well, you, and you have a great idea, you know, these people will respond to you. They're not dummies. You know, they can see opportunity when it comes knocking and uh, you know, to pay, you know, like I said, that amount of money to contact a big influencer like that is uh, could be invaluable. So that's just a, a tip that I recently learned. I don't know if anybody else knows that one, but uh, that that's been pretty interesting. Nice. So Neil, I would love to hear um, any more kind of, uh, you know, tips in terms of, you know, there's a lot of people out there. I know I was this way. I was scared of even getting on the camera, right? So I, I did, uh, you know, before I started this podcast, I, what I did was a personal challenge where I made myself get go live every day for a month, right? Even if I really didn't have a whole lot to say, I was just like, you know what, I'm going to go live, you know, even if I have a booger in my right nostril, and my hair's messy, you know, I'm just going to go live and talk about my day, even if it's boring, just to really, you know, it's kind of like breaking that stage, right? I'm still terrified of getting up on stage and talking in front of people. Uh, the last few times, I feel like I am getting better, but I'm 43 years old and still terrified of it. So, you know, there's nothing like just jumping into the cold pool and, and, and just doing it, right? So, uh, what are some tips for uh, people like Wendy, who are just getting started, really kind of want to build an audience? Um, you know, maybe they, they sell something that they're like, well, there's not really, a, you know, I sell, um, you know, fences for ranchers, like, how am I going to build a, you know, social media presence over or, or a following over over this, you know, uh, any tips on in terms of, 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 you know, getting getting their toes wet uh, with uh, jumping into that, that influencer market? Well, I begin with, okay, fences for ranchers. Awesome. So what are people that might be interested in purchasing fences for ranchers? Who are they? Well, they're ranchers, right? Well, what are the interests that ranchers have? Uh, what is the lifestyle that they pursue? What sort, what parts of the country do they live in? And that's going to give you a lot of clues for content creation. That's going to help you develop, you know, points of, of engagement, of, of relationships with them. And this is where we get back to the point that, hey, if you're not passionate about this, it's going to be really hard to develop these relationships, right? But if you are passionate because you grew up on a ranch or you travel and, you know, you, 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 you tend to stay at ranches, you know, whenever you have family get-togethers, whatever it is, any angle that you have to really tap into that lifestyle, that's sort of the content that you want to start to create and push out there. You also want to follow other people that are, you know, in your target audience. Uh, you want to engage with their content as well. And that's really, you know, where this all starts. And becoming an influencer, you need to be creating content and publishing it online. And there's a lot of, you know, you got podcasts, you got YouTube, you obviously have social media, you got blogs. Um, you need to pick the ones that make sense, but that's really where it all begins in all honesty. So, you know, what can you talk about every day that is going to help your target audience find you? And, you know, do you have like 30 days worth of stuff or, or 90 days worth of stuff? That's really where I'd start. Uh, and then go from there. And I think, you know, it, once again, you have the snowball effect as you do it. And as you begin to build followers, you can get engagement. You sort of get guided as to what your next step should be, what else you should talk about. But that's, you know, that's really where it all starts. Um, and, you know, deciding which networks and what content format you do, I think is really critical. Um, I think that, you know, there's still a huge amount of searches being done on Google. And I still have people coming to my blog from content I published more than a decade ago. So, there's something to be said for the longevity of content on certain places than just posting a photo on Instagram and, and you know, 24 hours later, it, it, it's not going to be found in the algorithm. So 
you know, podcasts, YouTube video, blog content takes a little bit longer, but there's fantastic time advantages in terms of the longevity of that content and how people will find you over time. Uh, but in terms of developing relationships in real time, that's where the Instagrams and finding influencers, that's where those social networks shine. So once you sort of figure all that out, you, you put together a strategy beginning with your content and you really go from there. Um, and it takes time. Um, you know, some of it's going to be timing, some of it's going to be luck, some of it's going to come down to your content. But at some point, you want to get your product in the hands of enough people that actually begin to publish this on their own profile so that you can become a 100% user generated content, social media profile, that should be the goal for all of you. And guess what, if a, if a lot of influencers aren't interested, I'd go out and even contact you know, inf inf influencers, not by giving them free product, but say, hey, I also want to hire you for a photo shoot if they're a good photographer, right? Or for a video shoot. Don't just, you know, hire someone random on, on Craigslist, you know, let an influencer do that for you. And then that's a great way to begin the relationship if you can't begin it any other way and start getting really, really great content through the eyes of an influencer um, that I think is really, really going to help your branding as well. Okay, so for those of you who are um, who want to sell uh, gates to ranchers, I'll, I, I'll give you your Facebook targeting: uh, Wranglers, uh, Rodeos, and Chew. Those are your three top markets that you want to target on your Facebook ads, um, and then you can go from there, build your audience. Um, <laughs> you know, any other uh, general tips you want to give? I know you have you have a, a hard stop here today, so thank you so much for being on. Any last tips, and then after that, let people know where they can find you. No, you know, I think we covered uh, a lot of it. I, you know, I think the magic does happen in the relationships that you build. So, you know, I, I understand that as entrepreneurs, we need to scale, we need to automate and, you know, putting a thousand bucks into Facebook ads, knowing you're going to get a certain number of clicks and that that's all awesome. But I think that over time, hopefully you begin to get enough ROI doing it this other way that you begin to reduce your ad spend or you're thinking, well, I could do the ad spend or I could spend that time in building relationships that actually build asset rather than an advertisement that is here today and gone tomorrow. So it's just a different mindset, um, but it's something that hopefully will complement everything else that you're doing. And, you know, over time, it, it, it will help you build, uh, you know, build a community, build a better product, uh, build content, and at the end of the day, build customers. So, uh, you know, this has been Neil Schaefer talking. I'm the author of The Age of Influence. I also have my own podcast called the Maximize Your Social Influence podcast for those that want to dig a little bit deeper into this whole world of, of sort of influence and digital marketing. And I'm also Neil Schaefer anywhere on social media and neilschaefer.com, the real Neil, N-E-A-L, uh, unlike Neil Patel, who's N-E-I-L. And then my last name is S-C-H-A-F-F-E-R.com. Awesome, Neil. Thank you so much. And for those of you who, um, as we uh, started talking about at the beginning here, I've joined the stupid clubhouse train. Uh, it's all Amy's fault and all the other people who uh, are iPhone, uh, Apple elitists, but I'm there now uh, and I need followers because I, I feel, you know, I, I, I've got this, um, th this ego that's just, you know, when I get onto clubhouse, I, I'm sad because it's like my smallest following by, by far. So follow me at A20, uh, just the letter A20. Uh, Neil, did you want to share yours? And Amy, what about you? Well, mine is a amazing, but it's Amy Zing. So A-M-Y-Z-I-N-G. Um, would love to see you guys. We are on there for e-commerce connections every Tuesday, right before this podcast. And then now we're simulcasting this podcast. So it's amazing. 
Um, great to, to see Andy's on there now. He's jumped on the train. And what about Neil? I got to follow you, Neil. Hey, I just follow you too. Uh, I'm like I said, I'm Neil Schaefer everywhere. Just singular branding. So I'm, I'm there in Clubhouse as well. I just joined about two weeks ago. Uh, I actually recorded a, a podcast episode and a second one going out this week, all about Clubhouse. If if you're interested in sort of trying to figure out what it is and how to use it, so uh, make sure you check out my podcast. And yeah, uh, look forward to have seeing you all in Clubhouse at least. It's a great once again a great place to connect, to learn, and to build relationships. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks again, Neil. And uh, everybody, if you want to join us live, we do this every Tuesday, 1 p.m. Pacific time. We'd love to have you in the Zoom uh, because we get to uh, do Q&A at the end. Uh, Neil's got to jump, but uh, you know, Amy and I stick around too when the guests can't stay late and we call it extra innings and you guys get to ask us questions. Um, and actually during the podcast, you can also ask questions. Uh, which builds value for everyone, you know, because there's a lot of times we'll cover subjects and you won't understand it or you want us to dig deeper. So please join us, sellaroundtable.com forward slash live. It's free. We don't charge anything. Um, you know, Amy and I both charge. If you want to call us on the phone for a coaching session, we charge you here. It's free. So make sure you guys join us. Um, you know, like I said, every Tuesday, if not, we're on all the major podcasts platforms and we do uh simulcast on like i said clubhouse and then we're doing once in a while we do some lives on social media just to tease you guys to show you how good this content really is uh thank you guys so much for all of you who have rate reviewed subscribed we really really appreciate that guys and as usual we'll see you next time on the seller roundtable take care thanks for tuning in join us every tuesday at 1 p.m pacific standard time for live q a and bonus content after the recording at sellerroundtable.com sponsored by the ultimate software tool for amazon sales and growth sellerseo.com and amazingathome.com